What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 105 of the Taste of Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Josh. And uh, quick reminders to download and play Titanfall 2 and Monster Energy Supercross. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. This is your last week to download those, play those, come back at the end of the week for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let, we'll let you know what we thought of them. And in our game of the month, picked by you guys, is Sea of Thieves. Make sure to play that as well. It is a pirate game where you go around and the internet disconnects. Thanks, Comcast. And your ship starts going through the waves and uh, then starts slowly floating up this way out of the sea. And Josh gets stuck looking into the floor while I start fucking panicking because I've never seen this happen with a ship until the game goes... You can play that, come back at the end of the week, talk about that game, and check out that footage on Game of the Month, and we'll have discussion. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we got a TikTok. It's Tasty Lou Gaming. Check that shit out. Uh, yeah, so uh, episode 105, TastyCast. This is actually our Game of the Year TastyCast, uh, our annual Game of the Year discussion, where we talk about our two runners-up, our Game of the Year Best game we thought uh, came out this year. And uh, an overall discussion of uh, just the whole year in general when it comes to the releases. Um, I recently just did a video for my most disappointing game. So if you're curious about that, it's the last episode. It's black and white. And the thumbnail is absolutely not clickbait, Wade. Um, so check that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, with, with every uh, game of the year discussion that we have, we start, up, start out with our runners up uh, in... The way I kind of set up uh, runners up um, is the games that, uh, you know, were, were the second uh, and third best. Um, you don't necessarily have to do it in order, but, you know, the ones that could have made game of the year but didn't quite nail it. Uh, also, another thing I want to throw out there as well before we get into this discussion is I allow people to pick whatever games they want for game of the year, regardless of if they've beaten them, not beaten them. Um, if it's an expansion, as long as it came out this year. And it's agreed that it's full content. I think it's fair game because this just comes down to what was the most memorable content video game wise for you. So even if you played a game a little bit, but you keep thinking about what your favorite game this year was, it's fair game. So, uh, and I expect everybody to be clear about, you know, how much they played of it and all that shit. Um, and then you guys can take it for what it is, but that's, you know, the discussion. So, uh, yeah, with all that out of the way, let's jump into our first runner ups for game of the year uh let's start with chevy okay um so for me i i do have to kind of do it in three two one just because two and one for me um yours is in order yes okay because uh second and first place are ridiculously close Mm -hmm. um so my list just ended up working that way it usually does though um, I do want to give a shout out to Fire Emblem Three Houses. I almost put it on my list, but um, I don't feel like I gave it enough time to actually have a solid enough opinion myself. I feel like I've put as much time into that as I would have put into most games I've played this year, and I don't feel like it's enough time for that game. It's so. a big game, yeah. yeah, for sure. So, but I wanted to give it a shout out because it is uh, something I think deserves uh, more attention than I think it's gotten this year. <laughs> Um, that being said, my uh, third place game is Monster Hunter Iceborne. Um, I think what they've done with that expansion was literally make an entirely new Monster Hunter game and improve upon a base that was already amazing. And the support has just key kept on going with it. I'm just thoroughly impressed with how Capcom uh, is handling Monster Hunter and all their IPs right now. All their now. IPs right now, they're killing it. But, you know, specifically here with Monster Hunter, I mean, the amount of new content, new monsters, 
the location and then even just like new features and stuff like that is is impressive we didn't need to receive all that and they did it and um i think it's amazing i they're already supporting it right now with new updates new armor all that Uh, shit stygian zenogre yeah is out and so is rajang that's out Plus the new Siege with Safajiva's out. Yep. I mean, they just released that expansion this year, and they're already pumping shit out. Yeah. So. And I, that was just a few months ago. You for, yeah. And one well, thing I want to bring up, too, because you said um, you know, you want to talk about how much time we put into it. Um, I did not put as much time in this as I would have liked to this year. I'm still actually going through the Iceborne campaign itself. But I have played um, a decent chunk of it, both multiplayer and not. And I have... Um, you know, talking to a couple of community members about stuff that's in the game as well. So I'm just really impressed overall with it. And so, yeah, it's number three for me out of everything that came out this year. Fair. Um, yeah, what I'm going to go into my uh, my runner-up as well. It's a good pick. Um, and uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I think mine are in order as well. Because uh, I keep thinking about it in my head. Every time we do this, every year, I'm like deciding what my games are, my runners up as we're filming. It's that hard for me. I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. So I, I, I think I got it though. I think I got it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I want, I want to give a shout real quick, uh, also to Iceborne. Um, it didn't make my top three, but it is close. It's one of the top contenders this year. Um, I didn't, I didn't play it as much as I would have liked to. I did play it. Um, but, uh, just the amount of games this year. And I'm really bad about playing every game that comes out pretty much. So um, towards the end of the year, I had to just deny certain games so I could play other games. And, uh, and yeah, so that is something that, um, should, you know, had potential of being in my top three, but didn't just because of time investment. Um, yeah, so my first runner-up uh, is Control. Control is uh, a game that when I first played, I instantly thought, holy shit, this could be game of the year for me. Um, you know, it released earlier this year. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's great in so many ways. Remedy is a, is a company that, um, I've been a fan of, um, a dev developer. I've been a fan of for years, ever since Max Payne. Um, I've liked every game they've made, including Quantum Break. And, uh, I do think Alan Wake is their best game. Um, Control is absolutely a a second best to me. Um, and it, spoiler, has to do with, it's, it's in the same universe as, as Alan Wake. So that's really fucking cool. It gives me hope to see another Alan Wake again. But, uh, but Control has this, uh, very unique visual style to it. Um, a really intriguing story that's written really well. Characters that are very interesting. Action that's very fun. Um, and mostly it's weird and I love weird shit. So, uh, it has this really cool, almost like Nolan or like, um, um, oh no, I forgot his name. Another director (laughs) fucking, uh, tone to it. That's, uh, that's very classical looking to it. Um, oh, it was almost there. I almost had it. I almost had it. Fucking, (laughs) I keep wanting to say Scorsese, but it's not fucking, um, oh my God. That's going to be fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, um, and yeah, the, just the visual style is amazing. I love uh, just the weirdness to it, the 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 monsters you run into, the enemies, um, everything that's always transforming in the game. It's it's a very very cool game. Um, the two games that beat it are only beat it because they had a bigger lasting impression for me. Or um, when I think back on them, I think about how much I enjoyed them much more. But uh, but Control is very cool. I loved it and. Um, it is. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorite games of the year. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't play that one at all, but everything I watched you play a little bit, and then the little bit I have heard even online, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's just a quality game. Like, 
in design. And it, and it won Game of the Year on a lot of different websites. And I was saying it's been nominated left and right. So they got a lot of attention on this one. Web, and that's one of the things I love about this too is like I'm always rooting for Remedy. They're, they're always like this close to just like they have they have a cult following and they have released games that are super famous and people love and shit. But some people don't make the connection that's Remedy. So they know the game. They don't know who made it. And, uh, you know, Quantum Break is probably their closest to trying to get mainstream and get out there. But they they over simplified i guess what they do well and that's you know write really good stories that are really weird and really uh engrossing and, and unfold over time whereas quantum break was closer to like they tried a couple things with like being like episodic in, in the chapters and like uh making it feel almost like a tv show and stuff it was, mm-hmm. it was a cool idea but um they didn't nail it but control i really feel like uh is finally them getting a lot of attention that they deserve because alan wake didn't get played nearly as much as it should have and anyone who played loved it so um, if we ever get an Alan Wake, Alan Wake 2, it'd be fucking fantastic. But yeah, um, control and the attention it got is great for Remedy. And that's awesome. For sure. It reminds me, it's a weird example, but like, it reminds me how like Deftones is to music. Like they have like oh, definitely. White Pony, everyone knows. You oh, know? that's a great analogy because yeah. Deftones is not underground, yeah. not an indie band, but they're, and they're technically mainstream, but they're not. They really ride the line. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really weird. Like you can go up to somebody like, oh, you like Deftones? They're like, uh, yeah, I do. I and then they'll name like two songs. I like Change. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Digital Bath or you know yeah. whatever. And fucking Remedy's absolutely like that. They they're you know they're not a small company, but they're not they're not fucking huge and well renowned. But if you talk to someone who likes Remedy, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, Remedy's great for so, sure. And I'm one of those people. So and Control was absolutely. Um, it was just great to to play a game. Um, yeah, I bought it because I, I bought that um, 2080 and fucking I wanted something mm-hmm. with ray tracing and it absolutely takes advantage of that. It's a gorgeous looking game. I mean, I can just talk for, for hours about the game. It's fantastic. So, but that's, yeah, that's my first runner up for game of the year. That's a good pick. I didn't, I actually, I actually didn't get to try it, but. It's very good. I recommend yeah. it, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's my third game. Uh, for me, my first my, mine is also three, two, one. Um, okay. Shout out to Call of Duty. Um, it's hands down the best Call of Duty that's it's been in a long time, and uh, I've been addicted to a Call of Duty like that in a long time. I'm so, balls deep in that game. So good on them for bringing it back. Um, and Infinity <clears throat> Ward for making a comeback. You guys are making garbage games for a while. Fucking a. And now they made like the best Call of Duty in years. So, mm-hmm. uh, but my first runner up is the Outer Wilds. Outer Worlds. Worlds. Yeah, I was about to say, be careful. Those are just twice. Two games that came (laughs) out this year. Outer Worlds from Obsidian. Okay. Um, That was... When I first started playing, I was like, oh shit, this genre's back. You know, and... um, It was back in a way that Morrowind and Oblivion, you know, were back when Bethesda was good. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Because in my opinion, uh, I'm not a fan of Skyrim. Not Skyrim. What else? A lot. You know, Starts with an F. Oh, Fallout 4 is complete shit. What about um, one with a bigger number? Oh, 76? I never <laughs> never even played it. So. Yeah, um, me neither. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, they kind of drove those into the ground and made them not fun anymore. But Outer Wilds brought all that back. Um, being able to... You can go through the whole game without firing a shot. You can melee weapons are good again. You know, like that's that's key, man. Games like that, 
you always hear, yeah, Melee sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just fucking nail it. Somebody do it. Just, like, people want that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, don't put it in the game if it's not, like, a viable option. Yeah, like, just keep just, it out. It's, like, it's just, like, fan service then. I'm like, get the fuck out, you know, get the shit the, the hell out of here and <laughs> let me beat somebody's head in with a fucking hammer. Um, but the the new the new mechanics, you know, they... They didn't borrow VATS, but they kind of made a VATS-like. Um, you slow down time, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like super hot. Or, no, not super hot. But every action you do takes your meter down further. If you stand still, it goes yeah. really slow. So it's um, almost turn-based. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you can just decide on what you want to do, but it doesn't just play the game for you after yeah. you decide what you want Or like to a do. tactical game where you have so many movement points and attack points mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah. But like... Uh, I think the perk system's neat. You get, you know, a pick of, uh, I don't know, there's like 30 perks or something like that, 30, 40 perks. Um, one every two or three levels, just like the old Fallout games and stuff like that. Um, you can get weaknesses. Like, I've always, I kept jumping off a of high shit and, sli- you know, and breaking my legs pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a fear of heights. So, like, whenever I was near an edge, that, that shit reminds me of like more classic RPGs where they yeah. actually like made them interesting and like oh shit this thing happened to me that might not happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it brought it brought it brings back stories again. Yeah, um, you know, and there's so many different ways, and again, there's so many different ways to deal with stuff that you know how I did it is not how you did it. Yeah, you know, um, which is one of the bigger distinguishers for those type of games. Like open world games are so standard now, and turning open world games into like open world RPGs is like the standard as well. Um, but you know, having choices and and builds really differentiates those experiences. Otherwise, you know, you're just like, well, did you go into this region? Yeah, what'd you do? Well, I killed the enemies there. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Whereas a game like that, you you talk to someone, maybe you went down a different dialogue tree and you did something differently, or you chose to be more stealthy, whereas I chose to be more fucking like shooty and like uh, you know the 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 same scenario or possibly a scenario that neither of us or one of us didn't get uh, played out completely different, and that that that's exciting mm-hmm. to have that experience of like oh shit yeah yeah four four people could play the same thing and have a different each four all four of you could have different experiences and builds and stuff like that and. You know, you're not supermen and uh, women. So it's it, it's awesome. You know, I I actually beat this one. It's awesome. Um, it's awesome. Um, I actually beat this one. Uh, Storyline kind of got a little wonky at the end, but the journey there was amazing. The planets, they're all different. Every time you land, I was like, oh, shit, this is completely different from the last planet. Um, all the stories. How long does that game take to beat? Hmm. On a good day, you could probably beat it within 20 hours. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, that's not as long as I was sh- thinking. Yeah. That's straight story. I, I heard 20, 30 hours, yeah. which isn't so bad. That's a game that that I, I played and I, I would like to shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to prioritize games I knew would be my game of the years-esque mm-hmm. type shit. So I had to drop that one. But I, I regret yeah, not. I see. I have it installed. I haven't tried it I yet. regret not playing it more. I'm, I'm at 30. Ugh, I think I beat it at... I was way later, probably about 45, 46 hours. Um, that was doing a large chunk of the side stuff. And, yeah, you're probably experiencing um, the game. A game like yeah. that, you want to you want to fucking do the side shit. Anyway. I, I sure. do a really weird thing at the very beginning of the game. I always do every side quest, everything I can get my grubby little hands on, and then towards like then like the story will pick up, and then I'll just do the story 
And then I'll say, well, fuck all this, you know, and just do the story. And then, uh, you know, then I got to clean up all the side quests after. But I did that with 15, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. Really that, bad. That's, uh, that's my runner up. It's good. Um, I recommend anybody who misses those old RPGs to play it. Um, it'll, it'll definitely take you back. So. Yeah, uh, good pick. So, so far we got Iceborne, Control, and uh, Outer Worlds. Uh, that's an yeah. easy game to make that mistake. Two games came out around the same time this year. Mm-hmm. Very similar names. Um, and that's one thing already I'm really excited about this conversation is I really feel like this year there's a lot of good games that came out, like a shitload. Mm-hmm. And so we all have like completely different games uh, as our runner-ups. So, um, yeah, very cool. Anything else you guys want to say on those runner-ups before we move into our second runner-ups? Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I, I was going to say is the Outer Worlds is a game that I'm like curious to play, but I'm also kind of worried about playing because I never stick to those kind of games. But it yeah. looks neat, so I, I need to just give it a shot. One so. thing I will say is uh, as it is, I would consider it open world, mm-hmm. but you are jump, you are put into zones. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that which a couple makes times it, now. Which makes it more palatable. Mm-hmm. To, Structured. You know, yeah, to handle. Yeah. No, it'd probably be a lot easier for me. And I know you regard. have a problem with, you know, I was just completing stuff by planet. Um, there are some, like, one of the companions, which are really fleshed out and good, by the way. Um, like, there's, like, this kind of going on a tangent. But there's, like, this uh, churchy guy named Max. Mm. And he uses well, a Well, churchy Max. And uh, you can command your companions to do a special move that they have. And his is just a shotgun. Like he's like he's like I learned this one in prison. And he pulls his shotgun out and he and he shoots into people and it knocks him down. Why he learned so that in like, prison? Because he was in prison. Yeah, but and, why is he had a shotgun? shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> he You're in question. <laughs> yeah, but like he well, and, in prison's like, fine. Yeah, and he's like, um, uh, um, uh, my God will not judge, but but I will. And he just goes and just blows him away. Which works for me because if they're on the ground, then they're not attacking me, and I can just run up and cave their head in. Um, but yeah, so but some of those, some of the companion missions, though, I've had to go into multiple worlds to yeah, take care of. You know, but Chevy's lost easy and doesn't do well with directions, so something a little more True. structured probably is a lot uh, nicer for him. Mm-hmm. So then you're in the zone, you know where to go and shit. Yep. Um, all right, so unless anybody else has anything to say on the first runner-ups, we'll move into our second runner-ups. I'll start this time. Um, so I've been struggling with my runner-ups because both of them, I think, are really fantastic games. But when I think back on the two, one of them kept coming up as like, I really was passionate about this game. I played it. I talked about it a lot. I went back and played it. I, I found excuses to come back and play it again. Um, I really fucking enjoyed it. really loved it. And I loved it so much I want more from it, like desperately. It brought me back to a time... Uh, with this franchise that um, I was I was very very happy with and because of that uh, you know with control I was just like this is good this is good finally this is really good I like this a lot but this other game my second runner-up is just so fucking good I'm so happy that it exists and that's the Resident Evil 2 remake Uh, I fucking loved this game I'm a big uh, I'm a big survival horror fan Um, and that genre kind of like went away for a while and any everyone knows resident evil was like the king of it for a long time silent hill in my opinion took that from them um and silent hill is my favorite second favorite franchise of all time but uh resident evil used to be 
uh, my favorite franchise uh, until it got really actiony. And Resident Evil 2 remake, which I'm just gonna call Resident Evil 2 at this point, um, really brought it back to something that I think is is just really fucking fantastic. Uh, everything that you could possibly do to make that game uh, better than the original, in my opinion, they did. Uh, graphically, it's fucking amazing looking. I love that R engine. Uh, everything that they make on it, I just love looking at. The game plays really well. plays really tight. The shooting feels good. Uh, resources are scarce, which reminds me of the older games. The game's dark as fuck. It's creepy as fuck. Like, anyone who knows me on this channel doesn't. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, a lot of scary games don't do it for me. I, I see a lot of things coming up, and I'm like, Ugh, whatever. Because all these games uh, rely on these jump scares. And then when you play it again, you know it's coming. It's never going to be scary again. Uh, atmosphere and tension are really important in horror. And I think Resident Evil 2 nailed that. Um, the game's fucking dark. There's just uh, zombies kind of like, you know, shambling around the fucking building in the dark. You go into a zone you've been in before and you didn't want to shoot that zombie. You ran past it. You're going to regret going back in there again because you don't know where the fuck he went. Or she, you know, whatever. Um and uh, the whole thing with, like, uh, fucking Mr. X walking around the building. Like, there's just so many uh, reasons in that game to not want to go forward. But you keep going forward because it's a really fun game to play. It's got a really engrossing story. Even if you played it before, they did some changes that were interesting but didn't break the uh, canon that you know and love. Um, the characters are done well. Uh, the redesigns are uh, good. And, uh, yeah, I just really, really fucking loved playing that game. It it really marries the older Resident Evil games and their atmosphere and their slower pace um, and tension with uh, what, you know, Resident Evil 4 brought in to being an over-the-shoulder uh, shooter. Um, it, it's perfect. Uh, it's really, I mean, like, if my game of the year wasn't, like, if I wasn't so fucking passionate about it, um, this would easily be a contender. I really liked this. I'm so excited about it that I want more Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil 7 was great, uh, but Resident Evil 2 showed me that they can make something really fucking good. Uh, and uh, I, I can't wait for Resident Evil 3. And Resident Evil 3 is my least favorite of the original Resident Evils. Um, so I can't wait for that. Uh, I just want more. I want more Resident Evil. I want more from Capcom. Uh, Capcom is doing such a good job right now. Uh, with all their games, they're they're just doing fucking great. And uh, you know, between Monster Hunter and what they're doing with Resident Evil and their other games, um, let's, let's get a fucking let's get a Lost Planet. Let's I know Dino Crisis service talking about that. I'll take that. I'll take that 100. But I would love like a Lost Planet um, in the vein of one and two or remake those one and two. Pretend three didn't happen or make three more like one and two. Um, but yeah. Capcom's doing great. Resident Evil, I think, is a culmination of them just fucking nailing what they're what they're doing and uh, taking risks on taking essentially what Square Enix would be doing with Final Fantasy VII, a beloved game. When you remake that, you got to be like, we got to nail this because we're really going to piss people off if we fuck this up. Capcom nailed it. I mean, I zero complaints. It's it's great. I fucking love it. So uh, that is my second runner up and uh, could have easily been my game of the year. That's hands down uh, how anybody should do a remake ever. Um, oh, yeah. It's a great uh, template to um, copy from because, God damn, is it good. Mm -hmm. um, it brings back, like, scared to being hit because med kits aren't fucking everywhere. It's, you know, do I shoot this zombie? Eh, yeah. And then you realize you just dumped five bullets into him. And that's, you know, and you're just wasting ammo then. Um, yeah, you get, you get that headshot on the one zombie, you're like, oh, thank you. But then one, you just miss, you're like, ah, 
fuck, that was one bullet I didn't want to waste. And like, you know, a lot of games, you don't have to feel like that. But in that game, not only is it scary to move forward, but also resources, that gets scary. You're like, fuck, I'm running out of shit. It's part of the tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, trying to get to that next save room, mm-hmm. you know, when you're just like limping because, you know. But then do you want to save because, fuck, you know, you're now you're, you're just You're in a saving. shit situation, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so yeah, every uh, move is important in that game. Yeah. And like that engine, man, is wild. That's the same engine. Isn't Monster Hunter built off that engine, too? I don't know if it's the RE engine. Let's know in the comments. I know that Resident Evil 7 was the first game, I think, that came out in the RE engine. Mm -hmm. uh, And that's why it looked fucking insane. DMC's on it. DMC's on it for Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 will be on it. Uh, Dino Crisis whenever we get that because everybody's talking about that and that just got the, the name got Patented. fucking yeah um, which dinosaurs and that those graphics will be fucking sick uh, horrifying yeah Lost Planet please um, we played that recently and I still think that game looks pretty good but if that game was on the RE engine it'd look fucking stupid and with but modern I feel like, controls I feel like it, <laughs> if if yeah for sure modernize those fucking controls I feel like if that game though uh, if Monster Hunter is not on the RE engine, let me know in the comments if you know that answer to that. Um, if it's not on that, I feel like uh, Lost Planet would be on Monster Hunter's engine because it has a similar uh, jumping onto monsters, going in them, fucking shooting in an open area kind of vibe to it. So for sure, um, it would make more sense. But yeah, if you if they, I don't know how modular that engine is. A lot of the games that come out on the RE engine are, you know, like more room to room third person games. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Um, you were saying something? Yeah. Yeah. I was. Um, no, but that engine's amazing. The ten, the the feeling that you get again from mm-hmm. them because survival horror has been kind of, I would almost say dead. There's there's some indie horror games out there. They're absolutely worth mentioning. And I think uh, in in the wake of all the big AAA horror games, you had companies come out with like. Um, um, Amnesia, Dark Descent, and uh, Soma, which is a just a better like story game, but mm-hmm. it definitely is creepy. And then uh, there, there's a lot of games out there. Outlast, you know, I don't find those games that scary, but um, they're, they're definitely passionate about those games and the atmosphere they're trying to build. They're really well made. And the story, I think, is interesting. That's not scary to me. But yeah, there's just a lack for me of the feeling I used to get when I played Resident Evil and Silent Hill, and I don't want to go any further. I'm like, uh, I don't want to go, <laughs> like, because it's cause this is fucking. It's really wearing on me at this point. Uh, a lot of the games nowadays are just like, well, what's happening? <laughs> okay, uh, well, <laughs> oh, you better run. And then you know you're like you know it's more like a roller coaster. It's mm-hmm. it's more like a going into a fun house, whereas like you play Silent Hill or Resident Evil, and you're just like. You're thinking about more shit than just what's going to be the next scary thing. You're like, I'm fucking running out of ammo. This sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, real, real quick story. Um, when Resident Evil 2 first came out, I, I, I rented it. I was, at, I was at my dad's house. And uh, I played it. I played it. I, I was in there for like three, four hours just playing it. I got to where the crows burst in through the windows and shit like mm-hmm. that. And um, I like I, I got called to dinner. And I, and I came out of my room. And my dad and my, my mom were like, the fuck is the matter with you because I guess I guess I was all like red-faced and like <laughs> and like wide-eyed because I've never experienced anything like that before oh yeah like, that shit was scary so it was like so uh, you know and Resident Evil 2 the remake brought me back to that like as I was like had my headset on and stuff like that every little ding and every little 
something you hear down the hall. You're like, fuck, what was it's that? It's a dude in your thirties walking out to dinner. Fucking dad's there. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong? Still has red face and white. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't want to talk about it. And that the remake elicits feelings like that again. Oh yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I fucking, I mean, it's my, it's my number two. So mm-hmm. second place. Uh, anything else you guys want to say on the topic of Resident Evil 2? Mm-hmm. I, I say I couldn't even add to it. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Josh, what is your second pick for your runner up? Second pick for runner up is Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Um, holy shit, you know, we've already said everything that can be really be said. It pretty much doubled the game size. Um, they just it's keep, like a whole other game, they it keep is. adding to it. Um, it's it's a while that that is a chunk of time and game i i'm chunk. over 200 hours in it and you know iceborne i've barely scratched the surface of um like and every monster i fight i'm like fuck this is wild and when you first walk into hoarfrost reach you're like jesus christ this is a whole new area mm-hmm. like this is it's not, a way better area too yeah i was like this is not some chintzy tacked on piece of like dlc this is an expansion and uh, i think a lot of people have lost the meaning between expansion and uh dlc over the past so much years. to the point that when we do get expansions we appreciate them so much yeah because um, they're, they're rare yeah so just like how witcher 3 won game of the year twice in a row um because it won because of its expansion the next year uh oh, yeah. monster <laughs> world uh is my um, runner up. You're about to just drop it as game of the year. I'm like, you just took a shortcut. <laughs> no, it's my number two and one. <laughs> yeah, so it's just my uh, my uh, runner up. So it's it's there's really nothing else I can say about it. It's amazing. Our our community it, knows it, too. Yeah. You Capcom know, so all over the place here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool though. It's yeah. cool to be able to sell this shit. I mean, nice sh- shout out to DMC Five. I'm not a DMC guy, but fucking that game's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to play it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not really my speed, it's not really my style, but um but I mean it's quality it's a quality ass game. It's fun to play. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks fucking fantastic. Storyline wise, I'm like I don't, I don't know. Cuz it's a continuation. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> fucking brain melts. But yeah, there's a bunch of dorks <laughs> doing things that look really cool. Mm-hmm. Especially V, that guy's a fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he doesn't like him. So he's talking about like yeah, quit quit playing it at one point, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, Josh stopped playing as soon as fucking Kylo Ren took over the game. Yeah. I said I didn't quit playing it because of it. I just yeah. it definitely makes it hard for me to like want to turn it on though. So yeah. Anything else? No. Yeah, I have to I have to give uh, another shout out to Iceborne though. It's it's in my top five, but it's not in my top three because played a lot. Of, I played a lot of games this year, and uh, there are some that hit me a lot harder than others. So yeah, but. Iceborne is fucking awesome. So, all right, Shelly, what's your second pick for runner-up? Should I go ahead and do regrets now, or you can if you want. You can oh. do whatever fuck you want. Well, I didn't know if you had a structure in mind. So. Oh, I, yeah, I'm gonna bring it up later okay. when I talk about it. I'll just wait then. Okay, uh, it's not relevant. So, <sighs> this is gonna be the first year that I'm gonna say this. Um, this was really hard for me. <laughs> yeah, it's about time. That's my fucking. Um, I usually year. have a pretty clear cut decision made this year was good um see i didn't have like such a like great like overall arcing year i I went through the whole list and i bought almost nothing this year it's kind of crazy um bought a lot of older games this year but i did uh the games i did buy (laughs) 
all kind of stuck with me really well, apparently. So, um, this very well could have been my number one. And the only reason it's not is because my time, long-term time investment isn't there with it. So, um, but I'm going to say my, my runner up is death stranding. It is a fantastic game. Nothing like it exists. Um, it's very true. It is a walking simulator. Very well made game with very thoughtful uh, controls, and the the situations you're put in are very intentional. Like everything about that game is is crafted for the journey from beginning to end. I put eighty hours into the game. You can beat it in forty. Um, so I just be out there going, I'll be in twenty. I'm like. You, play didn't, it, you didn't play it. Yeah. Play the um, game, man. He's running in a straight line. There's still plenty for me to complete in the game, too. Oh, yeah. Um, so I can go back and play it, and I probably will because it is a blast for me to play. I do realize that's not going to be everyone's case, but storyline-wise, and I think you actually, brought, when we were talking before, you said something I really uh, do agree with, which is you have to play it to get the full thing. You can watch it. You can get the story. But yeah. um, I've kind of said before, it reminds me of Frodo taking the ring to Mordor. Yeah, we've talked about it a couple of times. Yeah. It's, it's it's similar to the that aspect of making that journey. Yeah, and without experiencing the struggle of the journey, um, the reward, the payoff is not the uh, not as impactful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I would never tell anybody to not uh, watch it if that's the way they want to take in that story, especially if they're not, they know they're not going to play it, but they want to know a story. Yeah, that's, 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 that's fine. Cause it's a fantastic story, but, uh, the gameplay is so much a part of the experience mm-hmm. and you can say about any game, but the game, the gameplay is crafted to, uh, make you feel like you took that journey. You took every step. You had to calculate everything. You had to think about the terrain and where you went and all that shit. And I know people oversimplify that into, the only gameplay in the game or whatever, but uh, it, it really matters when you beat that game and you get the outcome that happens with the story and you go, I did that. I did this all. And and there was people with me that supported me on this journey. And there's other players who are there with me who experienced mm-hmm. this journey together. And it's really, uh, by design, a very artistic experience that that is uh, I've never experienced in the game. Well, part of the struggle, too, is that there's not just like, you're not just taking you know a box from here to there constantly like sometimes you're moving a corpse and sometimes you're moving something that can't be like rustled too hard or it'll break or sometimes you have to hold a certain like there's all these modifiers and variables that make it that much harder um and not necessarily hair pulling harder but just enough to where you have to think about what you're doing and you're constantly it's not mindless yeah, yeah you're in there thinking about the journey the whole time you're taking it there's a lot of tools at your disposal you can play completely different from other people i know the stories that i've shared um you know uh have been different than the, what i've received back in that regard um the music's great the uh voice acting is great the entire cast did a wonderful job and uh obviously kojima did a great job uh directing it i want to give a Shout out, we've done this before, but a shout out to Sony for funding such a weird project and oh, yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, this game shouldn't exist. 100% just should not exist. Yeah, an indie developer couldn't have made this game. It's too big of a game uh, budget-wise. And uh, a AAA developer should never got the green light to make a game like this. Because this is an indie idea. 100%. Yeah, it's it's not a safe bet. Yeah, so. it's not a third-person shooter. It's not a first-person shooter. It's not a big open-world RPG. It's not a fighting game. It's not a racing game. It's it's its own thing. It's a third person action game. 
that's on a, a tactical level. That's but. Like a really good way to put it is an indie idea in a AAA yeah. game. Yeah, no, uh, it, it's it's crazy. And like you I said, have the balls to fund a fucking game where certain parts of the game you have to really calculate uh, and worry about your balance mm-hmm. in a game. So yeah, and in any other, I think in any other year, um, this could this would have absolutely been my number one. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome to hear because uh, it's 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 a fantastic game. So, mm-hmm. all right, anything else you guys want to say on Death Stranding? Mm-mm. No. All right, we're getting ready. We're getting into the fucking in under an hour. Wow. Uh, getting into our game of the years. We have more discussion though to talk about. We're going to be talking about the whole year uh, in general, but also uh, Chevy kind of alluded to it a little bit. I have a lot of regrets this year that I want to discuss. Chevy also has have some. I'm sure yeah. Josh will have some. Mm-hmm. They'll pop up as we go. He's a little less prepared. He came over last minute, but I'm glad you made it. Chris also isn't here. You guys probably noticed that. We'll get his uh, his runner-ups in game of the year in uh, full discussion. Yeah, we'll have to. Next episode we have him on. Um his work schedule is not as friendly. Uh, yeah, so let's jump into game of the year. Game of the year obviously is whatever you know, what, however far you played into it, whatever's the most memorable, whatever you think about. Like, man, I in 2019 I played all these fucking games, and this one is the best. This is the one that I like the most. This is the one I always come back to, and that's pretty much how I uh, how I'm gonna gauge it. And I'm assuming everybody else will gauge mm-hmm. it that way. I'm not very strict on the rules when it comes to this. So as long as it's not like, hey, about that fucking ten dollar dlc for a game i bought four years ago that sweet cosmetic item and, uh, yeah. it's my game of the year <laughs> yeah that's not that's not gonna fly um so yeah let's uh let's start with josh what is your game of the year of 2019 game of the year 2019 is death stranding um i immediately uh enjoyed this game like literally right after the first cutscene stops and you're walking down to the first city Mm-hmm. Um, and you're collecting your packages along the way that you know fell off. I was like, "There's something here, and this is fucking amazing, and I'm gonna love this fucking game." Um, Which is awesome to hear, but it's so funny how divisive this game is because mm-hmm. you either love it, you start playing. Everyone who loves it start playing. They go, "Oh shit, I like mm-hmm. this." And people are like, "Fuck that game, I'm playing it." It's like <laughs> it's so crazy that mm-hmm. like it's just right. It's just like that black and white. But anyway, sorry. Um, it's. The story, the voice acting, it's its already eliciting, you know, it definitely elicits a emotional response from you. Um, you do feel like you are with Sam on his journey uh, across America. And um, you, you, there's one time you said that you mentioned that you just let Sam sleep. Yep. And there were like times, hour. yeah, there, there were times that I like rested and I was like, we're just going to rest for a bit because mm-hmm. like, I was just like, I was like, Jesus Christ. I literally um, had a moment where, sorry, but I was, you know, I was trudging through the snow, mm-hmm. and my stamina was pretty much gone. And then all of a sudden, I got uh, into a, a BT encounter, and I had to run from it because I didn't have any weapons or anything mm-hmm. on me. And I was just like, "Okay, sorry, Sam, you got to keep going." Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm running. You can hear him the whole time. He's just huffing and puffing, and he's like, pretty much asking himself to rest. I'm like, we literally can't right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got to keep going. Sorry, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Like, and I felt bad the whole time. Cause I was like, you got to push through this. Cause why you're dead. You're playing a yeah. video game. Mm-hmm. So, and then you finally, I got to the end of it. I was like, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just, you know, it's just little things like that. Like you connect instantly with a lot of the characters. Um, BB, I instantly was like, BB was like, no, no, this is mine now. BB is my favorite. And uh, nothing is ever going to hurt you. 
Unless it's me falling off a fucking ladder. <laughs> I uh, hurt you. No one else does. <laughs> but um, I love all the tools you you can use. Um, it is. It's another one of those games that you everybody can have a different story. Um, I you know once I got those blood grenades, mm. the good ones, not the ones you get from shitting, but the other ones. <laughs> um, yeah. The the good hemetic grenades. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I got caught by the BTs one time because I I was like, I, I wasn't thinking and I held my breath for too long. And oh, Sam yeah. was like, Ugh! and fucking the end of you was like, oh, and it grabbed me and it sucked me under and it, and it puts you in that black pool. Mm-hmm. And they're all trying to grab you. I just went boom with a with a grenade at mm-hmm. my feet and they'd go to rise out and they just dissolve away. Yeah. And see, like, I never did that. I'm like, well, that was an easy way to take care of that. Huh. And then now. You know, I, I upgraded to the bullet launcher because you can wrap up the BTs with it, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and, and wreck them then. So it was. Uh, there's so many different tools to use, even though you may not use them all. You know, there's tools that the smoke bombs that knock out mules and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, the we we just had a discussion on this. The um, time fall um, shelters shelters. Um, you know, so it's just you literally can play however you want to play, and it doesn't punish you for it in any way. Um, everything about that game, I'm, I'm finding that I just love. You know, every little bit of it. There's nothing. I don't have any complaints about that game at all. Mm. Um, you know, even when I'm stressed out and all of a sudden time fall starts to happen and the BT show up and I'm like. You know, but it's not like it's it's more of like, wow, this is a bummer for Sam. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm having to maneuver through all this. Um, yeah, because you start caring for Sam and, and BB uh, on that journey. And so, like, you're more so just trying to get them to safety, get them to where they need to go. Uh, so, yeah, when you when you get to those BT sections, you're like, God damn it, this is fucked. But like, you're just trying to get them through that area mm-hmm. and move on. So you don't have to keep hearing I love that shit. Anytime you walk into a beach area, I'm still not sick of it. As soon as you walk in, BB's like, oh. And everything goes. <laughs> I like how like he, he must have been sleeping or something. He's like, wakes up, feels BT. He's like, oh. And then the whole time he's like, mm. he's the whole time he's just not happy about this BT shit. And then fucking after he's like, <laughs> just yeah. fucking stoked about it. I'm like, All right. what stresses me out the most though is like when something happens and like BTs are there and like, let's say one, one time I, I, I wasn't paying attention. I took a tumble and I landed on fucking BB and he started. So he started crying, but I was in the middle of a BT area and I was like, you need to shut the fuck up. I was like, I can't, I can't <laughs> deal with you right now. And, uh, Just fucking shut the fuck up. but it's like, but it's like, wah, wah. Wow. Oh, he'll <laughs> fucking go nuts. And he just goes and goes and goes. I'm like, please just get through it. I was like, I'll rock you all day long. I don't even care. But I was like, I was like, <laughs> buddy, you shut up. buddy, we just, we just need to get through this. The you last know. I've ever heard fucking BB fucking cry was when I threw that grenade and blew up <laughs> that fucking dude. When I, I never threw a grenade before. I was like, I'm gonna try it. And I fucking threw it because they're like, don't kill anybody. And I'm like, okay. But I was like, eh, fuck it. Threw the grenade and it went. Boom! And fucking shrapnel went everywhere and a guy went flying and fucking B was like, Aah! 
Look at him like, and I was scared. I was like, oh shit. And like, like the, the first time I ever fell down and baby started crying, I'm already stressed out. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. And my package is everywhere, and the baby's like, wah, wah. I'm like, oh my god. And then there's BTs and shit. I'm like, but fucking that time I threw that grenade, boom, and fucking, just, I was like, holy shit. And then baby's like, wah. I was like, whoa. And I'm like, and like I was in the middle of a fight. I'm pulling a gun, shooting and shit. And I'm like, oh my god. And like baby's just freaking out. I'm like, we're, I don't know if we're gonna live. <laughs> it's just out of my hands completely. I was like, oh my god. I love the um uh. The animation, like when you're rocking them, mm-hmm. if you let go of the L button, you you know zoom back out to third person, and BB's making the um, your the arm, yeah, the arm into a into a mobile, mm-hmm. like it's like spinning for him. It's playing like a lullaby. I'm like, it's there's such little weird things like that about the game uh, constantly. And, OG uh, all the weird movements that that um, Shmigus does in in your private room, like oh, there's yeah. like there's some times I'll just be like. Like I'll, I'll swing over to the shower, but I won't press the button yet. And he's like, he like points at it. He's like, please, please, please. Like, or, or he'll point at the food and he goes like this. He's like, yeah, because he's hungry or something yeah. like that. He get him to punch you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you zoom in on his dick, yeah, he's you, fucking. He gets that bash- happens. Yeah, he gets yeah. Bashful. Chris, uh, he's like, hey, zoom in on his crotch. I was like, what? And he's like, no, zoom of in on his crotch. Chris know that. And you zoom in and he starts putting his hands like this, and you see he's getting uncomfortable, and then he'll like point up. And it finally gets up, he holds the camera and punches it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's kind of like a weird fourth wall moment, like with the monster. It reminds me of two B when you try to look up her skirt and she gets pissed off about it. So, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so it's all those little things, like even the simple shit, like looking in the mirror and making him do all the weird faces. That was just showing off, and, is what uh, that is. Yeah, yeah look at this like, mo capping. But yeah, <laughs> it was see, just down like, his throat. There's literally no reason for that to be in there, Mm-mm. but it's just there. Yep. You, know, you can take so, pictures there and shit. Yeah. Yep. All the weird, um, all the things that Norman Reedus says about, uh, like, almost <laughs> fourth wall breaking. Like, if you trip a lot, he's like, fuck, get it together, you know? And, like, one time I got up from Almost arresting. fourth wall breaking. That's stuff that I think most people would say to themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. I talk to myself sucks. all the time and I'm pissed at myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 it does almost sound like a... Uh, um, like like a critique to you. Mm-hmm. They're definitely um, audio cues. Yeah, but. and like you, you could definitely interpret it that way. But also, it's just like if you're walking, you stub your fucking toe, you're like fuck. Yeah, yep. or like or like when, nice. he's, when he's like resting and you go to get up, he's like, oh fuck. He's like, fuck. All right, let's do this. You know, and I literally um, had him be like, fuck this, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's still shit I hear all I hear all the time. I've never heard heard before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I I've been going on and on and on and on. Oh, that's fine. Um, it's a game of the year. Death Stranding's hands down my game of the year. It's one it's one of the only games this year that I just walking. It's 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 almost tragic um, feeling. Like I, I just get like a weird sense of calm and almost uh, melancholy. Oh yeah, because um, I'm just wandering Wait. through the fucking the wilderness. You're walking across a fucking barren country landscape <laughs> that some areas have been decimated. There's no life to be seen, and you're surrounded by the dead, mm-hmm. trying to reconnect people who are all disconnected to Low Roar, which is essentially I think they're from Poland. Fucking uh, the Shins meets Radiohead, so it's just fucking real chill. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you, you get, but that's the thing. That's the fucking beauty of that game is all everything about it. Visually, musically, everything is so somber in its tone. And, uh, but you're still, you got BB who's like a fucking shining light of, of 
positivity. And then all the people around you who are going through the same fucking journey with you are all there reminding you constantly and helping you on your journey. You're helping them on their journey. So it's 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 dark and, and grim in some ways, but there's always this positive energy around you. It's 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 fucking I've never felt anything like that in a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, you do you do see those little beacons of light um, kind of lighting your way. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's it, it made me feel. And I, I when I'm working, I think about like that, that somber feeling and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, I want to go home and play death stranding i was like i want to keep subjecting myself to this yeah um yeah so that's that's hands down my game of the year and um i'll be happy to explore a lot more hours with it oh you will there's plenty to do in that fucking game yeah um very good pick very happy to hear that uh chevy let's uh jump into your pick for game of the year unless you have something else to say Mm-mm. all right <clears throat> Well, I'm sure most people probably have a good idea if you've been on the channel for a long time. I, I know what your pick is, but yeah. I'm sure you know what mine is as well. So, so. Is it Elswire? Um, Elder Scrolls? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> That's so pitiful to <laughs> say that. <laughs> is it Elswire? <laughs> so the, uh, like I, I mentioned with my my runner-up, is they were super close. And the, the big reason that this one uh, wins for me is my personal time investment over years on and off playing it and this year just playing it literally all year um uh, so my game of the year is final fantasy 14 uh shadowbringers it is and you read a bunch of reviews you're going to read the same thing and there's a reason for it don't say what you say it's crazy um it is probably one of the best final fantasy storylines that has been written in a very long time is one of the best villains in a series it has some of the best music i've heard in final fantasy it's got bangers um, the, the story itself also retroactively makes the 2.0 or Realm Reborn story better by existing. So like, not only is it good on its own, but it improves the past storyline of the game. Ryan Johnson's on that trip. Uh, um, God, I, I like, I can't say too much cause I don't want to spoil too much about it, but like you go through, this entire journey from beginning to end being told a very well-constructed story. You're guided through it the whole way and you are constantly just like waiting to see what happens next. And they did a really good job with that. And I I can't emphasize that enough. Um, The only downfall is that you have to put in full games worth of time through 2.0, 3.0 and 4.0, just to even get to it. You got to earn it. So a lot of people journey. Yeah. It's not something you can just hop into, unfortunately, and you want to buy your way in and it cheapens the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a game. I would never want to skip forward in. No, there's too much investment. Unfortunately, the the game design is designed for people to play it at their own pace. Even the game director, Yoshida has stated he wants people to feel like they can play other games because he likes to play other games too. So he doesn't want people feeling like they have to live in the game. Which is very counter to what an MMO should be anyways. Fuck yeah, it is. They don't want you to leave. So um, I, I really appreciate him and his entire team. They they want to make sure that it's a game that you want to come back to, but also that you don't feel like you're stuck in. Uh, they wrote an amazing story. Like I said, I still go back to the music again. I listen to that soundtrack almost every day. Um, so true. Soken has done a very good job with that. Um, bangers. <clears throat> Got bangers. I mean, it's... There's bangers on there. That near, that near song. 
Oh, that near song's fucking it's, it's good. Okabe did that one, but yeah, it's really no, good. It's a banger, nonetheless. Um, and I'm excited to see where it goes uh, in the future. Now, um, I always like was interested in the story, but like never super involved. Obviously, most people who play the game. You're going to say Heaven's Ward was really good, and I would agree in that regard. Um, but I personally, Shadowbringers, amazing story. Um, I my only thing is I really wish I could get. <laughs> Seth, to get uh, invested enough to get to that point, because I think uh, I think you would also very much enjoy the story of it, um, especially because I know, and I just kind of telling of the villain, but the villain is very similar to Arden from Final Fantasy XV. So mm-hmm. if you're a fan of him, the villain in Shadowbringers um, is going to be right right at home for you. And that so, character, I went from going like, who's this fucking dork? And then like I beat the game and I was like... Very similar. Oh my God. <laughs> Arden's been through so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, un- I understand him. Arden did nothing wrong. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> this is one thing I have to give credit for to Square uh, recently too is their villains aren't just evil; they they have uh, nuance, which super important to make a good villain. Anyways, um, actually, didn't go back to Death Stranding as well. That was one thing I was kind of bummed out about with that game is the the person that is portrayed as as a villain for a long time uh, needed more. So, uh, yeah, that's a bit revealing, but yeah. There is a character, yeah, that I feel like is is underwritten, not underwritten, but underutilized. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's hard to say too much because obviously that game's very. I would love to just have a straight spoiler talk right fucking now, but Josh is here, and I, I want him to experience it. So for sure, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what to say about it. I like that's my my game of the year, so. Yeah, I, I, I knew it was going to be earlier on this year just because obviously you played a lot, but then like all the good things you said about it and then all the reception I've seen on any reviews that have covered it have all been like 9.5s and shit and saying all the Man. same stuff you say. Uh, like they all agree with you saying like it's one of the best Final Fantasy stories, which is a big fucking talk. Yeah. Um, saying the story's fantastic. It's the best of that game. Um, all the stuff that they added is really good. Uh, people do mention the soundtrack, which as a guy who typically mention soundtracks when I talk about games a lot because it's a bit important thing to me um, or lack of uh, when normal reviews start talking about that it was obviously something noteworthy so and I've heard the whole soundtrack I've heard Chevy's played it plenty of times and yeah, I think it's really good so it's very um, uh, experimental for what I would assume from any game really but an MMO for sure uh, it, it has a unique flair to it so um, and when we talk about games that I wish I would have played more this year, it is it is one of the games. I mean, I'm a little behind to be playing that content, but I do regret not making more of an effort of trying to get towards it because I've, I've heard nothing but stellar things. So uh, I'm not surprised that you picked that. Especially with the time investment. You've put a lot of time into that game in general. So if something really good comes out for it, why wouldn't you be? Yeah, actually, um, I, I wouldn't be able to give you time. It, it's hundreds of hours. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anything else? You gonna play Final Fantasy fourteen ever? You gonna return? Yeah, probably. Maybe. <laughs> that doesn't sound promising at all. Well, no. Yeah. It's just it took me fifty five levels to realize that I'm not a big fan of Black Mage, so I'm a little irritated about that. Yeah, There's you should a, just drop that um, shit. Common theme with that job when I try to get people to play the game, so I'm never recommending that job to newbies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just it's a little boring. I'm glad I didn't touch it. Mm. Well, because play it, play fucking monk. It's fun. No, I, I, if I come back, I'll play um, Warrior probably. There's something just more active, more you're doing something. Even when I, I started with Monk, and I really enjoy Monk, 
uh, when I played other classes, I almost felt guilty, like I wasn't doing enough. But that's what you're supposed to do with those those roles. Melee keeps you busy. Yeah. Well, yeah. monk though, you're <laughs> dancing all over the fucking yeah. place, and there's a lot of combos and shit. So like, you're never like just watching and going, okay, nuke. Okay, watching like you're constantly going. Max level black mage is way more nuanced, but the journey getting there. Yeah, and that's kind of a theme with that game. Is you got to, but it's it's a Japanese game, and Japanese games like to reward you for time investment, hundred percent. And I, I also hated the clothes. I know, I know, I'm nowhere near end game to get. Yeah, you're you're talking two point clothes, and I hundred percent agree with you. Dude, the monk is typically wearing like a bra and some fucking speedos. Subligar. I'm fucking Gandalf the orange. I have a stupid ass <laughs> wide brimmed hat and a robe that's just bright orange. Sounds uh, stupid. Yeah, I, I didn't dye this shit. It was given to me like that. And my my um, fuck. What, what's that race name? The large guys, the Rogadin. Uh, yes, R- Rogadin. Um, close. You know, like them in these big stupid robes. I'm like, you look dumb. You look dumb. So it's it's they tricky. Do look be funny in those, but they also and you've brought this up before, but they have like very like like distinguished faces, mm-hmm. uh, stoic, inquisitive, uh, so uh, scholarly. That, well, one of their mm-hmm. their uh, jobs in their city is scholar. So. <laughs> and that's funny because before he ever told me that, I said all this shit, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's funny." And I was like. So they good. They did a really good job on designing them because that that's just what it looked like to me. You said that about. Uh, one time, and this is a weird example, and it's an older example, but I was doing a dungeon one time, and you're like, the music's very, like, you're like, it's very playful and, and like, uh, whimsical. I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm fighting a bunch of Moogles, like, in a yeah, yeah. very whimsical mm-hmm. sense. So Yeah, it reminded me of fucking, it's like Danny Elfman or something. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> fucking, like, Nightmare for Christmas type shit. Yep. Yeah, they're really good about, like... The, yeah, even before Shadowbringers, the soundtrack of that game has always been really good, but... It's Final Fantasy. You have to have good music. Like they they don't fuck around with that. Mm-hmm. No, Nobu was involved a lot in the early Final Fantasy fourteen. So, like Boo from Mario, Nobu, Huimatsu. So it's going on this game. I was thinking Dragon Ball Z. It's a bad fucking dad joke. <laughs> Anything else? No. No. <laughs> you have to think about it. All right, so no surprise to anybody, but my game of the year is Death Stranding as well. Um, It is by far my favorite experience this year in gaming. I played a lot of games, and there's a lot lot of really good games this year. The reason Death Stranding stands out is, first and foremost, I'm a Kojima fanboy. So whatever he makes, I follow, I'll play it. Um, Even his weaker games, I'm like, yeah, it's it's still good. But uh, Death Stranding, secondly, is uh, a, a really fucking unique experience something i haven't experienced in gaming um something that uh has been very um um effective uh for me in in uh being an emotional experience being a, being an investive or investing experience um from beginning to end uh i i loved my whole experience with that game uh although before the game came out i knew it'd be divisive while playing it i knew it'd be divisive and for anybody who does not like the game i understand um as long as you're not a dick about it and have a conversation i'm all about it um but yeah that that game was not made for everybody but for the people that that it does do something for it seems to do something it seems to do a lot for them um i think not only is it 
one of the most impactful experiences I've had this year, but uh, most impactful experience I've had in many years. I haven't played a game like this uh, where I felt like this. I would say since The Last of Us uh, or Metal Gear Solid 4. So um, it's, it's, it did what I wanted. Um, it, it had an impact. Uh, so yeah, going into it, graphically, I think it's a gorgeous, beautiful game, uh, technically and in design. Um, the landscapes are uh, unique in the sense that I've never seen a game that looks looks like this. And you could go, ah, it's a lot of fields. It's it's really detailed, uh, especially the different regions and stuff. They are all very different. They all have this bleak look to them, but they all it does vary. And and the gameplay is very reliant on the terrain as well. Uh, so as you go further in the game, it gets more hard to go through uh, certain areas, and you start appreciating all the things that make that journey easier. Um, but yeah, graphically it looks great. Uh, character models are fantastic looking in this game and, uh, during cutscenes sometimes they look almost real. Um, and that's very impressive. Uh, the Decima engine, shout out to, um, Gorilla Games for yeah, making that nuts. engine that already looked great with Horizon Zero Dawn looks even better as you would assume with a newer game with Death Stranding, but, uh, the team, uh, at Kojima Productions, uh, did something completely different than Gorilla Games did with the, that engine. And uh, it just shows me that engine can do uh, some really amazing things. Uh, Gameplay-wise, this game resonated with me. Um, you know, I've, I've played plenty of games that are, you know, uh, you got to travel to places in MMOs and fucking open world RPGs and stuff like that. Uh, but with a game like this, it's, it's trying to really push an experience uh, that that uh, is really something you want to get uh, to the end with, and the gameplay resonates with that. Uh, a lot of the beginning of the game is um, a lot of traveling um, by different means uh, through different terrains um, and different experiences, but there's all these nuances that make that travel um, interesting, in my opinion. Of course, in the beginning of the game, there's a lot of balancing. You put too much shit on uh, or carry too much stuff, and you have to worry about balancing. Similar to like going across a rope in most games, as a system where you're trying to maintain both sides of, of your balance. But uh, later in the game, you start getting tools to um, not only make that uh, experience more interesting or easier, but uh, to, to different degrees, doing it the way you want to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I've talked to a lot of people who went through different areas, completely different than I did with different equipment, and um, it really gives you a varying experience um, that I really enjoy. And then also uh, in the shooting segments of the game, I think it's really tight. It plays really well. It has a lot of varied ways to go about combat. Uh, when you choose to do that, you can stealth in this game as well, which I think people don't talk about enough. Um, a lot of times when I mess with mules or terrorists, I would sneak up on them and take them out uh, as silently as I could until you know shit hit the fan and I pull out a gun or other uh, tools in the game. Um, Driving is interesting because it's kind of stiff, but it's almost needed because the train's so fucked up that you want to be more calculated in the way you move. So I don't know if that's by design or not, but uh, I don't mind it. All the vehicles also kind of like transform too, so I think it would yeah. be hard for them to do that if they were loose feeling too. So for sure, yeah, um, yeah I'm sure there's a reason for it, but it's something worth mentioning. I say those are that's probably um, janky is not the right word because there's really nothing in that game that's janky, but. The vehicles. They're just stiff feeling. Yeah, well, like, there's, there's been, like, a couple times I'll be, like, driving, and I'll be, like, it's in rough terrain, mm -hmm. and then the engine doesn't know what to do with the physics at that point in time, so, like, 
my bike just goes and does like a wheelie over. I mean, one time my bike and... went up a tree and then launched out of the forest, which was beneficial because I had people shooting at me. <laughs> but I was like, I looked, I was like, ooh, that was weird. But uh, <laughs> it helped me, so fuck it. There was another time I had a um, going into the wind farm in the very first map. Um, down one of the sides, there was a fucking uh, mountain rope. And I was climbing it and walking up the hill. But then he just stopped and I just started climbing into the sky. And I was like, and I was just in the sky. And Damn. I was like, well, what do I do? So I, then I, slid, bugs like I that. slid back down the rope and then it just worked like normally. But yeah, yeah was, I never experienced that weird, one. Hmm. Yeah. The only bug I ran into was that one where I fucking went up the tree. But I was driving like a really like um, dense forested area with like logs on the ground and rocks and trees everywhere and shit. And I was like fucking popping wheelies over all the shit trying to get around <laughs> while people were shooting at me. And I just happened to go. I got stuck on a log and went up the tree and flew out. I'm like, I do that like got me all the, the fucking woods. I, I, I do like the control you have with the vehicles enough to... You, it does take into um, consideration the terrain and how... Well, sometimes you're going up, like, a fucking cliffside with a motorcycle, which is already fucked up. But, like, if you were all, like, loose and shit with that vehicle, it would be way more difficult than, like, having that, like, more stiff feeling mm -hmm. of, like, being more calculated up the terrain. It's also very generous about letting you over certain terrain. Oh, yeah. Which I think is nice because... Even though it's not necessarily realistic, it's more so gameplay-wise. Uh, the game's never trying to be difficult. Mm -hmm. it, it's more about the experience. The difficulty is is part of the, the journey, but it's never trying to be unfairly difficult. So it does assist you in certain ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I make my own difficulty by try fucking invading mule camps and getting my ass knocked out and dumped into a fucking valley. <laughs> that, is, that sounds like a difficulty. Um... But yeah, gameplay, I really enjoy it. Um, I really like the micromanaging aspect. I like going into my inventory and changing up the balance of it, uh, pre-planning my journeys. Uh, if if you're somebody who's trying to get into something where you're just going to jump in and start shooting or jumping or platforming, uh, there is some of that in this. But um, I think you will enjoy this game more if you are into micromanaging and kind of uh, uh, taking your time with, uh, with doing emissions. Um, it's not a fast-paced game at all. Um, and I, I really, really kind of dug that. Um, yeah, so I, I really enjoy the gameplay. Um, the story's amazing. It's one of the best stories I've experienced in a game in a long time. Um, I, like I said, I'm a fan of Kojima and his writing. So even though he can be convoluted and kind of lose you, uh, sometimes intentionally, sometimes not, um, he has a, he's, he's grown as a writer, um, and a director to the point where he can, uh, establish what he was trying to get across, uh, by the end of the game. And he has a, uh, um, he typically likes to end his games big and, and, and emotional. And this game is the same, but, uh, I really like his structure of, uh, being intentionally kind of confusing and then revealing things. It gives you more things to invest in other than the gameplay as you progress through the game. And, uh, yeah, the, without going into any of the beats of the story, it's a very good story. Um, it's very impactful. The end did make me cry. I expected that though. I, I, I fucking... I played Metal Gear Solid 4, seeing uh, Big Boss, uh, fucking spoilers, fucking dying uh, in the fucking <laughs> graveyard with Salt Snake, two people who have been uh, fighting each other for years, and uh, Salt Snake is lighting his fucking uh, cigar for him, and they're having this moment together. I was like, holy fuck, this is emotional shit right here. Same thing with Death Stranding. I fucking, by the end of the game, I was like, wow, this is fucking, this is intense i love it um 
so yeah, story's really good, uh, really nuanced, a lot of things going on, but also has this underlying uh, message that I think is really important in 2019, and that is uh, people are fragmented, disconnected, and it's good to t- connect with people. That's the whole, there's the, like, there's the story, but the underlying message is a really good one. Uh, it's, it's all there. The idea of like helping people and they'll help you back and they'll appreciate your help just like you appreciate other people's help. And, uh, yeah, it's a whole metaphor of just trying to reconnect everybody. Um, I think it's a really good message. They don't overplay in the sense of like being really dorky about it, but it is always present, uh, through expanding the chiral network in the game and reconnecting everyone within the game, all the NPCs and and within the story, Sam's journey as a person who not only, uh, is disconnected from people socially, but also he has a phobia of being touched. Um, and of course, helping other players and having them help you inadvertently. Um, not necessarily pre-planning, although some people do. Not all your stuff carries over to other people's games, but some of it does randomly. And some people might find that and find it helpful like I did. And it reminds you that you're not alone. And it's a very, very cool system that I think is 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 uh, is really fun in a gameplay way, but also uh, really impactful in uh, a social way, which is amazing i've never seen it in a game they also spent a like you could tell they spent a lot of time trying to make sure that system worked out well too because the game will never give you things that you yeah that you haven't seen yet um that other people they could be there and you'll get them the moment you unlock it yeah um but also like you said like they could have an entire area completely um we'll say designed a certain way um you won't get all of it You'll get a piece from this guy, a piece from this person, a piece from this person, and they'll be randomly placed all over the place. And it always seems like it's intentionally enough to be like, I could use this if I expand upon it. Well, for instance, I was building a zipline system through the mountains in the game. I'm not going to go too far into that area but because uh, it's later in the game. But uh, So I don't have to trudge through the mountains anymore, and it was super beneficial. But every once in a while, I'd run into other people's ziplines, just a singular zipline. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Why do they just build this here? Then I started realizing, oh, they have a zipline system out here as well. This is just part of it. And then I started incorporating, if it was well-placed, part of their zipline into my zipline system. Yeah. And if you don't like um, it, you can remove them. Exactly. And yeah. then I find ones that didn't work for my zipline system and I take them out because I don't want to look at it. It didn't help me and maybe it would like derail where I was going on my zipline system. And uh, I would look at parts of my zipline system and some of it had a bunch of uh, likes and some of them had zero. And I, I could only imagine that that one's being used. It's in a place that people are finding and they're going, hey, this is a good spot. I'm going to expand my system mm-hmm. here as well. And it's just a really, really cool um system it's a weird social system i also love that the game only lets you like um it's it's, which is exp as well Mm -hmm. yeah which is exp as well which is very clever i think it's a really neat system that it's it's a positive xp system like it's it's really weird um there's no negativity in the game there are people who've tried to troll other people with vehicles stuff like that it's gonna happen but um not that I'm looking. I mean, I, I play Call of Duty, so I'm used to fucking negativity, and I'm more than capable of dealing with it. I'll throw it right back at you. But uh, it's nice to play a game that uh, is encouraging in a not so Nintendo way of just taking away like voice chat or something like that. Uh, of just encouraging, like, hey man, fucking, it's cool to help people, and you're gonna get helped, and that's that's mm-hmm. that's dope. Like you're trudging through the fucking mountains, and all of a sudden you're looking at the cliffside, and you see a rope. And you didn't put that there. Someone else put that there. And you fucking go up and you're like, whoa, that fucking saved me time. That made that way easier. I got to get somewhere fucking. And you hit that like button. You're like, thanks, dude. And it's telling that person as it's happening that they're getting likes for that. Or someone used that rope or whatever. Um, really cool system. Love it. Um, 
So yeah, story's great, graphics are great, game, gameplay is awesome. I, I enjoy it, but it's not for everyone for sure. I get that. But there's more to it than just walking, definitely, if you play it further. Um, and yeah, the, the, the fucking acting's fantastic. Like fucking, I, I don't like Norman Reedus in anything. I like him in this. I jokingly said, watch Hideo Kojima fucking direct him in a way I like. You know, it might sound like I'm a fanboy, but he he nailed it. He uh, used him in a way that his character is is more of a quiet, reserved, kind of Joe, everyone kind of dude. So you recognize, you know, with Norman Reedus, he, he plays him um, exactly how you how you would recognize a character like that, um, which is really cool. And I think he does a really good job. And in the more emotional parts, he does it. He does it fine. He does it great. And that's awesome because there's this good contrast between his character who's trying to be disconnected from people and, uh, you know, in, in further parts of the game where, you know, uh, more social things are happening that affect him you start seeing uh, his character evolve. He has a much broader range later, yeah. Very, yeah. very cool to see. And I didn't know Norman Reedus could nail that because typically people cast him as like some dorky little gangster kid or some hillbilly with a crossbow. And that shit's so boring to me. Um, so they did a really good job. But also shout out to everyone else in the cast. Everyone in this game is fucking fantastic. Uh, one person I don't see enough people talk about is a guy who played Die Hardman. Um, something Lee Jenkins. Jesse Lee Jenkins, Yeah, I think his name is. Um, he's fucking awesome, especially towards the end of the game. They don't. They, he kind of serves as like a uh, a dude who kind of uh, guides you in where you're going. But later in the game, he gets more story to him, and uh, the story's interesting. But his performance is fucking really good. They, they, I'm glad that he has that range, and they showed it. Um, the girl who plays, uh, I gotta be careful with that. Uh, your sister and mother. Um, forgot her name, but she played Amelie. Yeah, Amelie. But yeah. In the game, Wendy, mm. I don't know her name. Something. Yeah. yeah, she does a fantastic job as well. I think it's really neat that 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 actor is uh, uh, older, and she played uh, two characters of different ages. Uh, it's really neat yeah. to see that in a game because you, they've been doing that in movies lately, but you don't really see that in games very often. That's where this all originated. Uh, that technology in, in movies is, is from fucking games, essentially. Um, but yeah, every, everyone's fucking awesome. There's some characters who were played that aren't revealed in the trailer, so I'm not going to reveal them here. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Troy Baker, uh, I do feel was underutilized, but I think he does great for what he's given. Um, and uh, Mads Mikkelsen is fucking awesome. Everyone knows that. Uh, yeah, I love Really, him. really great performances. Really great uh, with this story that's supposed to be powerful. They all bring it, and they did a great job. Uh, and then lastly, I mean, I could sit here and talk forever. I do have a review I'm writing. Hopefully that comes out at some point. Uh, the music and the sound design is really good in this game. Uh, sound design, I'm, I'm uh, being particular about because uh, I am particular about that. But uh, they really put a lot of work into everything that you're doing, all the things you interact with and touch, all the surfaces that you walk on, the terrain you walk on, uh, breathing, uh, all these little details, all these little signifiers of things happening. Fucking mouth noises. Mouth noises. There's, there's like all sorts of shit going on in this game, and that takes work. You can just make some generic footstep sounds in a game and typically that's as much as you really expect but everything even the guns when you pull them out they make noise and like all this shit uh it's it's really well done and then the soundtrack's phenomenal uh uh what um ludwig um uh, forsell did with the soundtrack of the game or the score of the game uh is really fucking good uh really fits the world uh bb's theme is really good i love that song um, and then the soundtrack of the game done by Low Roar 
and uh, churches. There's a couple of people there that I'm, I'm silent posts, poets, poets. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then a, a band I don't like. I forgot fucking what song they do, but that's that's fine. Uh, fantastic. I'm a huge low low roar fan. I've already listened to their albums like a lot before this game came out. So as I played through it, I just realized they got access to their whole discography and they put every single song out of their discography into the game, which I was like, I've never played a game that was just full of music I love like that. <laughs> so I'd like run into like a new region and a song I, I know starts playing. I'm like, all right. And then fucking go into this area and another one starts playing. I'm like, all right, like this is fucking great. Um, but yeah, Churches, uh, their song, um, not really my style of music, but it fits this game really well. And by the time you hear it, you're like, oh, that's a fucking banger. That fucking worked. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I just I just really fucking adore this game. And I get it's not for everyone. And I accept that. I wouldn't even try and, like, try and argue with you about it. You should like it. If you don't, you don't. It's it's very experimental. And like Chevy said earlier, I can't believe it got greenlit. But, um, but it did. And uh, it's so good that I'm glad that Kojima had to stop making Metal Gear Solid. Uh, which is my favorite series of all time, to make this game. Because without that, he would have never made this game. Silent Hills, a game I really wanted to play, got canceled. And if it didn't get canceled, we wouldn't have got Death Stranding. So everything happened, and I'm glad it did, because Death Stranding got created. And I can't wait to see what Kojima does next. Uh, it, this is uh, absolutely one of his best games he's made. Um, and that's high praise, because I love everything that he makes. Um, but yeah, game of the year. Easy, easy for me. Uh, as I was playing it, I was like, this could be game of the year. Definitely. Definitely could be game of the year. But then uh, when I beat it, I was like, nothing's going to surpass that. Nothing's going to affect me that way. So uh, obviously gameplay and fun is a big factor, but uh, it's very rare that I get a uh, uh, impactful, emotional uh, experience like nothing that I've experienced in games. So uh, yeah, very important to me. I'm a big fan of the uh, emotions. So. Yeah, I, I think uh, the game offers just a little bit of everything, which is um, also very impressive because mm -hmm. a lot of games are very like good at like doing a thing. And um, I think and we run into it all the time, obviously, you know, not like in excess, but like to use the example, like God of War was, you know, game year. Uh, I believe it was last year for mm -hmm. me. That was a game that kind of hit all notes for me. This is another game that's kind of like that too. It just kind of hits all the notes. It's got all the things to make that game of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously pacing, I think, is going to be a huge deterrent for a lot of people with this. But I think definitely, if you can get into it, um, it ha like I said, it literally, it really does have everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Anything else, you guys, want to say? No. So two Death Strandings and a Shadowbringers. Yeah. Which Al is, almost uh, three Death Strandings. Yeah, which almost. is really cool. And I know there's people in this community who didn't enjoy it. So, you know, let us know in the comments what your favorite game of this year was. And uh, let's have a conversation about it. So, because this community, we talk about shit. On Twitter, you know, you talk about something and people are like, fuck that, I hate it. I'm like, okay, cool. But what's your opinion on it? I fucking hate it. Okay. And I would brought it up as far in, as it goes. In the, the Discord mm -hmm. as well. But... Um, if you have a top three, I'd love to see it in the comments below. So. Yeah, for sure. That's that's this. Obviously, the channel is all about the conversation. So let us know in the comments. What are your two runners up? What's your game of the year? Why? Fucking write me paragraphs. You guys know fucking I love reading that shit. And uh, I'll try and respond to all of them. Um, yeah. So uh, good game of the year discussion. Mm -hmm. Let's jump into uh, one topic that uh, I wanted to talk about. 
um, because looking at this list this year, I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff that I wish I either played or played more of. So uh, I'm going to go through my list of biggest regrets. I'm not going to be very long-winded, but I say that. I say that. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to fly through my list, though, and uh, let you guys know my biggest game regrets. Like I said, I did my biggest disappointments already. Watch that episode if you're curious about that, and uh, then you guys can chime in and let me know your biggest regrets. Then we'll go through a list of the games that came out this year and get a general idea of just how great this year was in gaming. Uh, Biggest regrets starts with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This is a game I have not played yet. I've heard amazing things. I know a lot of you guys have recommended this game to me. I know a lot of reviews have said it's fantastic, and I know a lot of people were upset at the Game Awards and other awards for this game not winning game of the year uh, next to games like Death Stranding Control, which have pretty much uh, taken control of uh, all the wins. Uh, This is a game I I definitely plan on playing. I want to play it, um, but given the current state in Disney Star Wars, uh, my hype level is lower. I do know it's Respawn. I'm a huge fan of Respawn, and I am a huge Star Wars fan, just not so much the Disney stuff. Um, and I will get around to playing it because if it's a good game, it's a good game. And it looks really cool. So I, I've been hyped on it. It's not as hyped as a lot of other games. Metro Exodus, another big regret of mine. I played it when it first came out. It had a lot of bugs. I didn't want to play it like that. So I didn't play it like that at the time. And uh, I'm sure it's fixed now. I'm sure it's great. But I never got around to playing it again. But I'm a huge Metro fan. So the idea that I have not played this and beaten it is really shitty. This game probably could have been in my top five easily because the other two Metro games would absolutely be in my top five this year if they came out this year. I love Metro. Days Gone is a big regret of mine as well. This game I keep forgetting came out because it came out and then it was gone. No one talked about it. I didn't hear shit about it. And then a couple months ago, some people in the community were like, oh yeah, Days Days Gone is really good. Did you ever play that? I'm like, fuck, no, I didn't. Um, it's it a lot of low-key uh, internet love, too. Yeah, and so. everything I hear about it, I'm like, I didn't even know the game was like that. I thought it was going to be like this. And people are like, oh, yeah, you got to fucking refuel your motorcycle, and if you break it, it's fucking gone, and all this shit. I'm like, oh, I didn't know they were that dedicated to making it feel like a survival game. So that's really cool. That's a game I do play. It's on sale all the time for like 20 bucks, which I feel like is almost insulting. The game just came out this year. I do plan on playing it. I want to play it through. Um, I'm just not a big, like, I'm not into, like, the biker scene. And that you're playing as bikers, not a big deal, but it's not as exciting for me. But everything else about it seems really cool, and I will definitely play it. Uh, One game I regret not even looking into is A Plague Tale Innocence. It uh, was on a lot of lists of uh, of contenders for game uh, the game awards. Um, I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Everything I see on it looks really interesting, but I didn't hear anybody talk about it throughout the whole year, and uh, so it hasn't been on my radar. But it is a game I it, that is on my radar now. I want to go back and check it out. Uh, Astral Chain is another game that I regret not playing. I don't think it would have been in my top five or top ten or anything like that. But it is a game that looks really cool. I will I will get around to playing it at some point. Uh, Untitled Goose Game. I have not played that yet. I want to play it. I don't think it'd be in my top. 10 but i want to play and i didn't play it uh dragon quest builders 2 is a game i own and i have played and i really like it it's really fucking fun i just it was lower on my priority list than other games i was playing it's one at the of time. my two regrets this year yeah um so uh to save time you want to even talk about that then well just that i i think it's still in its uh saran wrap essentially or it's a shrink wrap you've you, you haven't even fucking opened it uh-uh, i don't oh. think so i bought it put I it on my it. shelf and that's it. And the it the other game on there, I want to play it. Yeah. Well, and that's a big reason too, is I was kind of holding off for that. Yeah. Um, that's a common theme with my two regrets is I bought them and didn't touch them. Yeah. So. This year's rough. So. Too many fucking good games. So yeah, I will go back and play at some point, but that's still not even high on priority right now. Like I'm going to have like a month or two tops to be able to go back and play my back catalog games because there's some fucking huge games coming out like by March. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, bangers. We got some bangers coming oh, out. Bangers. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes is a game I actually played quite a bit. Really enjoyed it. I want to play it more. I just haven't had the time. I've been playing other games, but it's a fucking dope ass game. I'd like to play with people I know, and uh, it's it's really cool. If you don't know what it is, it's pretty much a uh, Dark Souls like game, except for there's guns. You can melee enemies as well, but it's uh, it's it's gun based. It's kind of randomly generated the same way Warframe is tile based wise. You go into a zone and. Uh, it randomly generates uh, tiles that, that you'll start recognizing each tile, but it'll rearrange them every time you play through. And you can reset your playthrough every time. All the bosses are randomized. Once you go to a boss, it's a random boss with random properties. You fight them. It's a really cool idea. And it's really fun to play. Really tight uh, in its shooting as well, which I really appreciate. Uh, that's a game I'd like to go back and play. Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers is a regret. Uh, not that I would get there this year, I, I feel like. But, uh, you know, if I played it more this year, I'd probably make, um, you know, progress towards that. And uh, that's always a game that I have installed because I want to play it. But don't have the time dmc5 is another regret of mine uh not that i think it would be like amazing or something that would be on the top 10 but it is a game that is very well done should be celebrated that it exists and uh overall what i did play of it i liked it i thought they did a really good job with it outer worlds another game that's on my regret list uh had installed i played it for a little bit uh as i played it i realized this probably isn't going to be on my top uh five list so i need to spend the time playing the games that will be Possibly could be, but I just got a, a vibe from it that uh, it wouldn't be. So, But I do uh, intend on going back and playing it. And then the last one is Devotion, which is a horror game that came out and then got taken off Steam because of some like Chinese shit. And uh, I heard nothing but like amazing stuff. It was like something offended somebody in China or something, so they had to take it down. And I didn't have access to play it, and I didn't want to pirate it, so I'm waiting for it. It might be back now. I don't know. But uh, this is like one of the, like the, the highest... Uh, rated like horror games in, in a long time. People say it's like amazing and I can't play it. I didn't have access to it. So that's a regret because I want, especially during October, I was looking into horror games to play and I played Man of Medan for some reason and Blair Witch, uh, which are some of the worst games this year. But uh, couldn't play Devotion and uh, it looks really cool. I want to play it. Once I get my hands on it, I will fucking play it because the horror games are typically short anyway. So it's, you know, it's not a huge investment. Those are my regrets of 2019. Um, I only have one other one besides Dragon Quest Builders and myself is uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. I, I picked up. Oh, yeah. And I never Rough played. Didn't play it at all. I don't know. Josh has very Josh strong uh, uh, opinions on the game. He loved it. But, uh, you know, someone who who has played uh, most of the series. I won't say all of it because I definitely have not. Um, you know, I just it's something I, I need to do and um, and and get through at some point and anyone i've talked to who is a fan of the series did uh, enjoy the game so um talk about divisive dog you fucking you're either a fan of that or you're not the people who are not aren't playing it so well yeah i mean the the game is definitely for the people who were already playing kingdom hearts i feel I, i see some people i follow on like youtube and shit on twitter and people like will recommend them like kingdom hearts and they're like there's no fucking way i'm ever playing that I'm like Jesus. Okay. Yeah, not least, for everybody. At least they know they're not. They're just not into it. Yeah. Um, but I do want to play it, and I can't imagine it's going to be super long. So I can't. Twenty-seven hours. I yeah, it's a long I'll time see. to be in Kingdom Hearts. I I flew through. Like Kingdom Hearts two is an example. As soon as I started playing, I was done with it in like two three days. So. Josh flew into the Cave of Wonders and stopped playing. Oh, really? it's Kingdom Hearts one. Fuck that place is. <laughs> yeah. He hated it. I did. It's square and square, though. Two square games that I didn't play. 
Also, because you're too busy playing another square. R- random. I was a random side note. I, did we pick nothing but no, no, you didn't. One of your games wasn't Japanese. I think a lot of Japanese games. All three of mine. You no s- control. Control. No, that's okay. I said I had three Japanese games. I think you had two, and you had. It's like you're two, two or two. three of just Japanese games dominating a lot of our discussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Good to see, good to see him back, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. S rank awesome, baby. Got any regrets? Okay, so that dis- you played Kingdom Hearts. So discipline. <laughs> well, I was I was gonna split it up. So bad bad regrets. Uh, also could be a disappointment. Um, uh, list one would be King King Kingdom Hearts three. I there's something I'm missing there. I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy my my time with it. Um. Put the but, spotlight on him. He's got to explain himself. But I can't. Uh, no, I've already explained this a million times. You guys have made fun of me on multiple episodes for this. Um, <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I'm just put, pointing it out. Um, I did not enjoy my time with it. I, I personally think that the last three hours are the only needed parts of the whole game. Um, but again, I might be missing something from the from the other two or the other sixteen games, or whatever the fuck it is. Somewhere in the middle. That. Uh, <laughs> Um, All I know is is fucking. I'm gonna give Kyrie the Pomeroy fruit. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah, and then fucking that one guy cheats when you race. He's um, a fucking dick. Fuck that guy. Yeah, but <clears throat> so that 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 one was a, was a, a disappointment. Another disappointment would be Far Cry New Dawn. Um, I did not enjoy it. I just didn't enjoy. So you're just going through it. disappointments right now, not regrets. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, for the first part. Um, Disappointment. The god, that game was, was such a. I understand they're trying to ex- experiment, like they did with Primal. I think you mentioned this too, but uh, yeah, not the same way though. Yeah. Primal just was experimenting with a setting. Mm-hmm. New Dawn's experimenting with a different genre of game. Yeah, and it just wasn't my cup of tea. It's not what Far Cry to me is. Um, Garbage. Uh, Rage Two also fits on that list, just because it's, it was just. A, it was a bummer that I didn't get the fire from it and the uh, feeling that I wanted to from Rage 2. Um, I don't feel that fire with my rage. But yeah, uh, and then Regrets, playing Regrets, probably Shadowbringers will be one of them. Or just Final Fantasy fourteen in general because I'm nowhere near um, that content yet. Chevy's Game of the Year is getting everyone fucking feeling sad. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure with every review set out there giving it nines and stuff too, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, like there's always, there's obviously something there that I'm missing and it's a bummer that I didn't get to uh, experience it yet. Um, what else would be a regret control? I didn't, I didn't ever played control. Um, and that's probably about it. Clean slate. Not too bad. Straight up regrets, you know, for the year. Yeah, yeah my the only reason minor regrets because I bought them. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that. Oh, um, I was called it Odd World. Um, Greedfall. I do mm. regret that I didn't play more of that. I got like, I only played for like three or four hours, and then I was like, I'll never play this game again, and I uninstalled it. And uh, sounds like you really regret it. Well, no, no, no. You it's, fucking it's deleted like, it. It's it's not a. Knock on that. It's just other games came out, and those games took way more precedence than uh, than a double A, you know, open world game. So double A, 
Fucking, uh, yeah, when, when Final Fantasy VII and Cyberpunk come out, there's not other games I'm playing at that time, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just gotta be locked down. That's, that's priority right there. Yeah, it's fucked. They come out in the same month. Yeah. Like. And it's convenient, because neither of them is gonna take the other one's Steam. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen very often. Normally two games will come out, two high-profile ones, and be like, oh, you picked a bad month. Then I think more months. people are gonna buy Cyberpunk just because... The hype behind it's fucking insane, but yeah. nobody who wants Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to get swayed to not pick it up because of Cyberpunk. I think one comes out at the beginning and one at yeah. the end of the month, yeah, too, still, so you got time. Month. One should come out at a different part of the year. Give uh, <laughs> me time, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then Last of Us 2 is just another month or two after that. Yep. So. Yeah, the year's fucked. Mm-hmm. Then Ghost of Tsushima's later in the year. There's some, yeah, there's some... Big fucking next year's gonna be hard for me to be picking a goddamn five Xbox Series X. That's not a problem. They're coming out next year. Oh yeah, Yeah. (laughs) next year's fucked, dude. It's so it's so much money next year. Mm -hmm. And fucking God, I I won't be surprised if Final Fantasy Seven, Cyberpunk, and Last of Us Two are my top three next year. Mm -hmm. Fucking put on the record right now. Two of those will be my runners up. One of them will be my game of the year. Yeah, it's really not fair to be Mm -hmm. honest. Last of Us 2, fucking Cyberpunk, and Final Fantasy VII Remake? Fuck no. Yeah. And what else if, is going to get in that well, top three? One, well, how good's Ghost of Tsushima going to be? You know? It's going to be good. It's not going to be in the top three. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that, but I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Last of Us 2 fucking sucks. Last of Us is one of my favorite that. games ever. So fucking unless that sucks, unless Cyberpunk's a disappointment, I saw them play it behind closed doors of fucking E3. It's, I fucking am already stoked for it. But like, I'm worried about it. Don't be. It's fucking dope looking. And then fucking, unless Final Fantasy VII sucks, but I played it. It's, they've been showing it off left and right it's lately, It's sick. Too. It's fucking fun as shit. I, I, like, when I was done, I was like, I want to keep playing this. What are, you, what are you doing? They're literally being creative and safe at the same time with that game, too, which yeah. is Call crazy. Awesome. Tifa's too uh, smart. She looks pretty human to me now, but not smart enough, in my, um, in my opinion. Well, even like the, be smarter. the materia system exists, but it's expanded upon and has its own like leveling system. I was stuff. always wondering. I was, I was like, how in the fuck are they gonna do that? How the, like they they thought about it. It yeah. looks great. So. I'm fucking upset. That's my next year regret. Is Ghost of Tsushima is not my top three. <laughs> 2020 regrets. T- take notes and, and remind them in case. Something happens next year. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, or something sneaks out. Yeah. Forza 5 Horizon. That's going to be my... Your game of the year? Yeah, my game of the year. <laughs> Horizon's good, dude. Xbox it Series is. X launch title. It's fucking good. But then i got to buy the refrigerator next year and the spaceship title. by Sony unless they fucking deviate from that god-awful fucking dev kit. It's not going to look like that. Man. I know. I know it's not. Yeah. I've been saying that. I want it to look like I'm that. I'm getting scared, though, because fucking, so those fucking... leaks are coming out. I'm like... Just so I can listen to people, bitch. Like I want it. Like I mean, I'll buy it regardless. I don't give yeah. a fuck what it looks like, but but like I need room to like locate and put my uh, my Xbox in the kitchen. I need to pull the fucking refrigerator out and get a new one. Put the Xbox in there. It's a PC tower. I did, I... It's actually not that big either. IGN did a the most useful thing IGN's done in fucking probably ten years is fucking <laughs> they did a scale model of what the Xbox will be size wise. They looked at the dimensions of it. And they put it like you know, looked at it by the controller. They did the math. They show you their math and stuff. And it's like it's like this big. 
It's like, it's like not big at all. I, you and know, like you just put it like it's it's just it's just it's a thick boy. And I think it's fun. One, it could be on its side too. A lot of people. It's aren't thick that way too. Sure, but people aren't even like looking at it that it's a way. Big girl. Uh, because they obviously advertised it vertical, but uh, that's how I'll have it. I'm not having. I'm not having like a fucking UPS box sitting on my fucking anything. I just think it's funny when we watch that and we're both like, "Oh, it looks kind of neat," and then it, like it's so common. People are like, "It's ugly." I was like, "It's a box." Is it ugly? Is it ugly? I don't know if you can call that ugly. It's a box. Yeah. And then the the top reminds me of a vent for most electronics. Like I the light. I, I think it's kind of slick. I mean, I was yeah. Just, yeah, I do too. I was like, there's not enough there for me to hate. Like if someone doesn't like it, whatever. But like when people are like, it's ugly. I'm like, do you have it? Well, it's, can it be I ugly? Say, it's awesome. Yeah, it looks literally awesome. like a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I just, it, it's definitely not what people expected. But when you look at the fucking Xbox One. It's a fucking, it's a table. It's a, just a fucking it's a, flat It's square. a brick with some texture on it. They just moved it into a fucking vertical square. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's. The, I think it's the safest fucking thing you could do. Apparently design. I don't think you can please people. I mean, I remember, I remember before the PS3 was coming out, people were speculating it was going to be a fucking circle. I'm like, there's no way people are putting a fucking magic that. circle. That or dumbass fucking boomerang controller. That was rumored for the PS2 mm-hmm. and PS3. And then people were fucking around with the PS4 and people were like, stop. That's never going to happen. That's an <laughs> awful fucking design for any controller ever. Hey, spoiler alert, Sony uses the same controller every fucking time. Mm-hmm. With slight modifications. Yeah. The PS4 controller is very different than the PS3 controller. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't imagine the 5 is going to uh, veer too far away from that. So. It doesn't, but there's definitely some differences if you look at the, the drawn-out pictures and shit. But yeah. they're, they're going to keep it. They're going to keep it fucking similar. And they're selling this late in the fucking cycle paddles. So I guarantee those will work on the other controller. Yeah. Because they just are selling them and they're moving into a new console soon. That they're announcing like assholes. Except for Sony will keep running the PS4 for the next like fucking five years. Sure. So. Sure. Um, to really just make those sales even fucking higher than they already have. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we can sit here all night and just talk about video games because that's what we do anyway. But uh, we got to end this shit. So I want to kind of end this episode on a note of going through the games uh of 2019 we will probably miss some there's so many but we have a list here of games that released this year i'm just gonna kind of go through them if you guys got something to say on it how do you guys feel about pokemon sword and shield is that a regret no disappointment disappointment yeah yeah neither i, I didn't play them why yeah i didn't play them either oh uh, <laughs> yeah it's disappointing because there's there's the a hype was there's a key feature that i that i play pokemon for that's not there oh and people on twitter are, are pulling the fucking well, boo-hoo, you didn't get what you wanted blah, blah, blah. i'm like can people just have you opinions like man a little british boy well, you know what i've heard some really great things about we have pokemon. british people watch this show fucking they they got little boys there don't you insult them <laughs> so there are things i'm sure they have them <laughs> this thing's game is implemented which sound really neat like one of them being the wild zone people apparently love it um, and I think it's great, and hopefully it's implemented uh, later on down the road since people like it so much. I the, my biggest thing is I play Pokemon literally for the collection aspect. They're not hard games. Plus, there's that fucking little GIF you put in the fucking Discord of one of the one Animations. of the Pokemon who's just like they took. It's like bouncing. Well, the, did, I was like, it's, it looks like that, and you did that. They they stated the the one that one of the reasons that they didn't have the entire decks in the game lazy was to to for high quality animations that's uh-huh. what they said and then yeah that's the animation it's like a like an outline Stiff. of a fist and 
Yeah. So yeah. it's what they did in fucking um it's the DS animations. <laughs> yeah, but it reminds me of what they did with uh Gran Turismo five. Mm. And they had like a thousand cars, but some of them didn't have interiors. They all like a generic interior, mm-hmm. yes. which I didn't care too Except much. For they had people... less and still had bad animations. Oh, the Pokemon. Yeah, it just reminds me of the same excuse. I think Gran Turismo had a good point, but it, you shouldn't have done it because other games come out that are like Gran Turismo, and people are gonna go, "Yeah, that fucking sucks." And they can't like delay because Pokemon is essentially an annual title. So yeah. yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I think with with Grand Turismo because it had like premium cars and those cars. Yeah, were, like, so it, they should have spent the time and rendered every car, or not sure. put them in the game because it it just was a weak spot. I can't defend it. I just go. I understand why they did it, but it sucks they did. All right, so let's go through this. So the winner of the game awards, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Shout out to that game. That game is hard as fuck. Very good though. Um. Resident Evil 2, and remember, just jump in if you have something to say on these mm-hmm. games. Resident Evil 2 Remake, one of my runners-up, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, big regret of I, mine. I um, I have no want to even play that game. Which one? Jedi Fall, Fallen really? Order. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, know it's just, like, I, I've heard a lot about it, you know, I've heard good, bad, you know, and all, all sorts of things. I've heard any bad. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I haven't either. I've, I've, heard, I've heard it had lots. It has lots of bugs, those can be patched out. But, really? Um, yeah, it's, some of it just seems a little rushed and sloppy. Oh, weird. Um, I haven't heard any of that. But yeah, so uh, like the QA wasn't all there. It's like Almix um, is the only guy who played Greedfall and had a bunch of issues. That, yeah, and I had zero. Um, but yeah, I have zero um, ambition to play Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. That's, I mean, both of you kind of said that. And uh, I, I definitely want to play it, but uh, like my hype level for Disney Star Wars is minimal uh control uh you know obviously winning a lot of stuff death stranding two of our game of the years almost a third uh game of the year from this channel uh the outer worlds a lot of uh good things said about that apex legends shout out to apex legends doing the impossible and kind of dethroning fucking fortnite for a second there uh respawns awesome they've had a very great year this year fucking killed it hope they take that money and that success and they put it into titanfall um don't forget to play it this month but uh yeah timeful too. make sure to play that and uh yeah just an awesome awesome year and apex legends is my favorite battle royale game so uh good on them pokemon sword and shield i you know went from having interest on the game to having none so that kind of is a bummer but it's not disappointing for me because i've been out of the pokemon game for way too long that I do, i'm not losing anything if i don't play it but i had high hopes for it i've played almost everyone yeah so it's more of a thing for you. Don't make cry five. Shout out to that. They did a great job. Capcom. Shout out to you guys. I can't give you enough fucking credit. Capcom. Yeah. Stay on this fucking track. You're, You're doing a an roll. awesome job. Fire Emblem Three Houses, a game that I want to play more of. It is absolutely in my top five this year. So intimidating, man. Regret for me. I forgot about Fire Emblem. It's fantastic. It's so good. Such so a it's, big fucking. It's game, better man. than just. A, it's not even just a tactical game. There's so much going on there. It's so fun. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, shout out to fucking Infinity Ward for doing what I thought was impossible for you guys. You guys made uh, not only a good Call of Duty, again, you made one of the best Call of Duties in years. Um, their last, like, three Call of Duties have been garbage. The worst Call of Duties ever. And then they made this, and I'm like, well, you guys turn that the fuck around real quick. Uh, great story, great multiplayer. In my opinion, I know some people have their issues. And uh, the co-op stuff is fun, too. I mean, it's just the fuck total package. I'm really enjoying it. The season's better than Black Ops 4 season. And uh, everything about it, I'm really enjoying. I really love the gun customization and the mounting and all that shit. I know we're not super Battle Royale fans here, um, but there is currently a um, uh, exploit to get out of a map 
mm-hmm. in Call of Duty, and what and, and you get there's a whole another map just built, giant fucking. There's map. rumors that there's going to be a yeah, battle royale mode introduced later. Their, their battle royal map. Yeah, they there's a leak of all the game modes, and it was bigger than any Call of Duty ever, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of them were not recognizable. So there's a lot of shit they're going to be revealing at some point with this game. So. Uh, yeah, shout out to them. It's, it's a great game. I, I, I can say that very confidently. Borderlands 3, shout out to that as well. As much as I did not like the story, this is the best Borderlands has played. I really fucking love playing this game. It's very addictive. It's really good. I want to return to it. Uh, you know, I beat it the one time and I started playing other characters and I played other games. But the story is not good. But it uh, doesn't matter because I really enjoyed playing the game. So shout out to that. More Combat 11. I keep forgetting this game even came out. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff that surrounded the release of that game that uh, kind of made me fall off playing it and I don't know if I will play it so uh, we'll see what happens but it's a fucking gorgeous looking game really good looking game uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, Metro Exodus Outer Wilds shout out to Outer Wilds for being very confusing and apparently very good I keep seeing people talk about how that game is fantastic uh, so much so I didn't even know what the fuck the game was I looked into it apparently it's like a puzzle game where you go through and there's a story that you're uncovering through going to different plants and finding uh, information on this story that unravels. It's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Hmm. So, uh, but it's getting really great reviews. Uh, shout out to uh, Tom Clancy's Division Two. This game has not been talked about much this year. I think it was actually really fucking good. I mm-hmm. really like Division Two. I j- there's just nothing for me to come back yeah, for I yet. Say, man, this this genre suffers from this. Yep, uh, really all bad. of them. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of, I actually do enjoy going back and playing Destiny Two. Destiny Two uh, really uh, is is a crazy story. Yeah, but Division Two, great experience throughout it, but it doesn't have the hook to like stay in it when you're done. I with love the playing story. it. Yeah. It's so fucking good to play, man. Just like work on your end game. That for all everyone in the genre, work on your fucking end game. Look at MMOs. Look at other games that have nailed end game. Uh, I think Borderlands 3 has better end game than a lot of these games. So uh, They had a lot of DLC and experience with Borderlands 2 to get that right, though. Which was they crazy. nailed it with Borderlands 2. Yeah. I mean, they fucking supported that game like a motherfucker. Which is crazy, because I remember when the Division 2 before it came out, they were spearheading the end game as like their big thing. And it is better than the Division. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. It just wasn't enough for me to stick around. And I, 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 want, I want to go back to it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm down to... I'll fucking, I might go play it here soon. I really enjoyed playing it. I just, you know, between playing it for a long time and beating it and enjoying my experience and then, you know, fucking having other games come out, just lost interest. So, uh, Gears 5, you know, shout out to them, all the Gears fans out there. I'm not the biggest Gears fan. I played it a little bit. Not my cup of tea, but uh, it, it's Gears, and apparently people really like the story. Disco Elysium, shout out to that game as well. That game probably would have made um, higher on my list if I have had beaten it, but... um. From what I played so far, it's very cool, very unique, and uh, one of the coolest uh, tabletop feeling RPGs I've played in years. Dominated the game awards. Weird. Yeah, four <laughs> four wins. I had the most wins of any game, so um, it's really cool. I'm, I'm I'm glad that people are loving it, and uh, thanks uh, Wade for gifting me that. Uh, I've been very much enjoying that. And Keith gifted it to me as well, so thank yeah, you. The as community well. is giving us Disco Elysium, and we appreciate it. So thank you guys. Um, uh, I plan on beating that game. Yeah. Um, Super Mario Maker 2, shout out to Nintendo for doing what they do and making fun first-party games. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about that. I'm just, I, you know, I, I haven't played it. Uh, I will maybe someday, though. Metal Goose game, want to play that. Total War, Three Kingdoms, 
I don't know much about it. I'm not a Total War guy that much, so every time I try and play one, I can't get into it. But, uh, you know, it, it's cool subject matter. Uh, shout out to Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. A lot of people have said really good things about that. It came out kind of buggy, specifically on Switch. I think they fixed that, hopefully, less on the comments. Um, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. I definitely want to play it. I have it on PS4. It's fun. Um, it's also on Game Pass, I think. Yes, uh-huh. it yeah. is. So uh, that's probably the way I'll play it. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, shout out to Nintendo again. A lot of first-party games this year. They're supporting the Switch like motherfuckers, and it's nice after the Wii U and the Wii. So uh, very cool. Uh, Plague Tale Innocence, we talked about a bit, that a bit. I want to play it. Tetris 99, it's a fun game. It came out. They kind of had a weird way to play it, but uh, I think you can just buy it now. Um, mm, kind of. The game is a free-to-play battle royal, but you have to have the online service, or you can buy the DLC, which gives you a single-player mode. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird systems. That's probably why I don't have it. But uh, but when I did play it, Chevy had it for a little bit. Uh, I dug it. But I like Tetris. So and battle royale, it's a neat, it's a neat, neat crossover. But I do think um, the uh, fuck, what's it called? The Tetris that's all fucking trippy. Oh, uh, Tetris effect. I think is no, that's not right. Uh, is it Tetris? I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. That I like that better. I don't know if that came out this year or not. No, that was last year. But that that thing's a whole experience. It's so. fucking awesome. Yeah. I love it. Uh, shout out to Shenmue Three. Can't believe we got it. Heard some pretty mediocre reviews on it. Apparently, it is a great sequel to the game that should have came out twenty years ba- ago. back in the day. Uh, <laughs> it has not aged well, and it's a brand new game. But uh, if you're a Shenmue fan, I am a Shenmue fan. Uh, you should probably play it. I should probably play it. And uh, I will at some point. Baba is You is a name I keep seeing. I don't know anything about it. Sayonara Wild Hearts is another game I keep seeing. And I know nothing about it. Telling Lies is a game I have... N- I've n- this is the first time I've even heard of that fucking name. Uh, Katana Zero is a game that uh, I keep hearing about as well. Mm-hmm. Days Gone, Big Regret. Crash Team Racing. Uh, Getting a lot of positive attention. Activision doing remakes really well. Really weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Like, hey, we, we already made that. Let's remake it and make that money. Like, cut the companies out and make some remakes. But they did a great job with it. <laughs> they did a great job with it. It's really fucking fun. It won the, the sports, sports category, yeah. category, which that was my vote. So glad to see it. I like it. Rage 2, big disappointment for me. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule, have not played it. Uh, I'd be curious in trying it. Darksiders Genesis, played a little bit at E3. It's kind of neat, but I don't know if it's... A, I'm not a Darksiders guy. Uh, Wargroove, big shout out. It's a really good tactical game. Mm. There is no tactical games anymore. Um, aside from uh, Fire Emblem, I mean, like... This and Into is, the Breach. Into the Breach, what is that? It's a, the, it's a more of a, like a procedural one, if I'm not mistaken. Is That's it, the... Um, FTL made, guys made Yeah, it. made by the creators. It's on FTL. Game Pass. <laughs> Oh, I haven't played it. I'll have to look into it. Uh, I love tactical games. So uh, Wargroove has uh, everything you want from... Um, uh, what was those Nintendo ones? Uh, well, Fire Emblem, but... Oh, no. Wars or something? Oh, like yeah, Advanced Wars. Advanced Wars. Yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of that, um, but it has its own um, style and characteristics and humor to it that I really enjoyed. It's just a... Fight for a, Caesar. Uh, yeah, the, the dog Caesar is fucking awesome. Um, and it, it's a really cool game. Hard um, as shit. It's very hard. I'm glad they added like checkpoints and stuff because when the game first came out, you invest the time, and if you failed, you had to do the whole thing over again. Uh, Final Fantasy Shadowbringers, uh, one of our game of the years. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw, don't know what that is. Astral Chain, one of the games I regret not playing. FIFA 20, who gives a fuck? Maybe you do. Let me know in the comments. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, right? Yeah, I need to pick that up still. Um, that's a game I really want to play. Really surprised it didn't win something because it's Zelda. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, I played that. It's actually uh, more fun than those type of games. I'm always like, yeah, I'm not going to play that. And then I played it. I'm like, eh, there's, there's a charm to it, man. Nintendo 
knows how to charm your pants off. Uh, <laughs> they will get those pants off, believe me. Um, Planet Zoo, game I want to play. I like Planet Coaster. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn, we're not going to talk about that. Wolf of Young Youngblood, right next to it. Very fitting. And then uh, Sunless Skies, don't know what that is. Dirt Rally 2.0, a game I was kind of curious about. Uh, also, it's not on here, but Grid uh, is another game by those guys. Um, also came out. Team Sonic Racing. I heard some pretty decent things, but I think Crash uh, Team Racing kind of owned that. And then we got some Devolver games. We got Ape Out. I have not played it. I want to try it, but I look at it, and I'm and like a lot of Devolver games. I know I'll play it for like an hour and probably not come back to it. And then my friend, friend Pedro, which I just played for the first time today. It's exactly what you think it is. It's fun, but uh, it's, again, a Devolver game where you just kind of appreciate that the game exists. The Devolver, you know, funded this. And uh, I also played a Devolver game and beat it. Oh, yeah. Red Strings Club, which I think came out this year. That came out last year. I think it's last year, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I made that mistake earlier because we watched uh, that last year at E3 or 43. So, yeah. 2019 as a whole, uh, in my opinion, I think this is one of the best years in gaming uh, ever, really, but in a long time. Obviously, there's some years with some real big bangers that you might have loved, but this one had too many. Uh, all at once, and I think next year is going to be just as bad. It seems like it's just getting worse and worse and worse. I feel like next year's going to be worse for me. So fucking for me too. I already know my game of the year and like fucking runner ups. <laughs> like it's it's already set in stone. So we'll see what fucking happens. Uh, so yeah, that is bringing uh, 2019 to a close. Let us know in the comments what's your game of the year. What are your two runners up? Go into detail on why you think that. Which ones are your biggest regrets? What do you regret not playing or playing more of? What are your big disappointments? What games did you play and you fucking hated them? Or uh, came out and they didn't have the same reception that you wanted, so you didn't play it? And uh, yeah, what other games uh, do you think are worth mentioning this year that did not get mentioned here? And um, yeah, let us know your overall thoughts on your picks, our picks, and everything about 2019. Coming to a close, but that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast. Uh, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook, and TikTok at Gaming. Uh, check out my streams, Chevy streams. Links down below. Uh, you can click those and watch us wherever they take you. Hopefully, they take you to the correct place. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time, or on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Josh. Until the next episode, which should be Tasty Tuesday. Yes. Hopefully. We're getting into that area where we got Plus Club and Game of the Month coming up. So I'm like, yeah. It's going to get it gets busy. busy. It gets busy at the end of the month every month. So uh, yeah, until the next episode, have a good week, guys. And take it easy.